Hey, I'm Allison. And I'm Courtney. Join us as we talk about our post-op diets, interview really cool guests, share products we love, encourage each other on our journeys, and, you know, just live in our best lives. Thanks so much for joining us. This is episode 11 of season two. Courtney and I are chatting all about what it's been like for us. She's been um, kind of traveling and doing some things and I've just been like working and doing some <laughs> things. So we've got um, a lot to update and how it's going. I am currently 77 days post-op. Not that I'm counting. So um, yeah. And that means Courtney's probably like a week and a half ahead of me. Yes. Yeah. That's, I am like almost, I'm three days away from my three month mark. So all I know is that means more pictures this weekend, yes. um, which is good because I haven't taken any in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm currently, I feel like Dr. Evil in this chair right now. <laughs> I actually bought this chair to like fit at my desk when I was like at my biggest. And now I'm like, I like tucked into it and I feel like Dr. Evil and I'm very happy. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, you look great. I'm looking at you. Um, Dude, you I, too. We have jawbones for days now. Look at us. I know. <laughs> you know what I feel like sort of? I, you know, everyone like comments that I have cheekbones now and I feel like eventually I'll just get to be like, what is it? Like Maleficent where she has like this like, <laughs> like sharp evil. Angelina Jolie when she yes. had those like gorgeous. Oh my God. So I, I dream. <laughs> <laughs> we want to so look good. like super villains, but you know, it's all good. Oh, <laughs> I'm here for so crazy to think like all the changes that have happened just in three months, like just under three months alone. Right. Um, and I will apologize. My cat is definitely going to be in this episode. There's no way he's getting cut out. Like he's, he's <laughs> insisting. So um, we're going to like my, what is it called? My favorite murder. They always have the cat that was at the end that meowed. <laughs> so yes. It's going to be that. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just wild to think like how much has changed in three months. Mm-hmm. And that we still have like nine months of like the first year left. So it's like, dang. I know. It is wild. And like, I think people keep asking me like, how do you feel? Like, do you look like amazing? I, so I have these pictures of my um, son that I took in January of the two of us. And then yeah. I saw him for Mother's Day and we took a picture and there's like an, I put them next to each other and it's, there's this huge obvious difference in me. And people are like, you, how do you feel? And I'm like, I don't like know, because sister. like, it's been two and a half months and I like, didn't look like this two and a half months ago. It's just the strangest <laughs> thing yeah. to like, kind of wrap my head around that. Like, I look like I do now. And like, also, it feels like yesterday I did it. How can we like, it feels like we have been on a three year long journey, <laughs> but in reality it is happening so, so quickly. Yeah. Like, I don't. I I agree. You literally, in the second photo, you look like his sister. It's unreal. (laughs) I'm here for that too. My my favorite story is when we went to go look at colleges, like before COVID, and we went to like a mixer with one of the colleges and they came up to me and, and my son and they were like, talking to me directly like oh so like what is it what are you majoring in I was like oh I love you so much thank you so much for making up this studio this is wonderful (laughs) I will be majoring in whatever (laughs) yeah I'm just along for the ride I definitely will be rooming with him he's gonna love it dude and I mean so people probably don't know because we've been 
releasing episodes every week, but we had like, we looked at our calendars. We knew they were going to suck for work for you and for work and life for Mm -hmm. me. I mean, work and life for both of us, like has been intense. So we have a lot going on. Um, So we recorded a lot of episodes like a month ago. (laughs) Now here we are again. So this is like the first time that I'm getting to like see you in a month, even though we text 24-7. Yes, we definitely chat, but yeah, we haven't seen it. It's so nice. And we have so much to catch up and talk about. So much has changed and it's good. Like, I feel like we're finally both at the, what is the most stressful kind of time of year for both of us. So it's a good reflection on like, what is that? Like kind of still newly post-op, like three months out is still, yeah, still very new. <laughs> it is very new. It feels like a really long time and a really short time yeah. all at once. Yep. Um, <laughs> one of the funniest things that happened to me is I was like sleeping and I, I'm such a, like a, I sleep on my stomach and I always put my hand underneath my pillow and my hand had totally fallen asleep and I was shaking my hand to try to wake it up and my in the middle of the night my wedding rings just like flew magically off somewhere Dude. in the darkness of the room and I was like it's like 4 30 in the morning do I want to get up and look for them and I had to because I was like never gonna fall back to sleep and I ended up finding them like of course they like figured out a way to get somewhere behind the heater whatever I found it I was gonna say you know the dogs would have found it if you didn't I know cat would have been like oh yeah the cat would have been like shiny this is amazing yeah but that's I mean that's been crazy I haven't gotten any that's cool I need to get them sized or like just do something for the top one so that it just stays put oh do you know what you should uh have you seen those necklaces can you wear jewel like could yeah yeah okay so there's these necklaces that you like put your rings over and then um I don't know. So it does something with the chain, but your ring, it's essentially in like this little pendant okay, and it's secure. So then you're like wearing them that way. So then you don't have to get them like constantly resized until you're like at a point where oh, got it. you would be like, okay, now I, now I want to resize it and right. kind of keep the integrity of it. But that's cool. Yeah, well, I, and we already know that you've been able to remove your wedding ring. I know. For, I can take it off. Well, not this week. Actually, nope, just kidding. I can take it off. I was <laughs> going to say not this week because I did eat Chinese food with some coworkers. And let me please tell you that even though I picked um, an ob- – yeah, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, Rob. <laughs> even though – wait, now I have to try to see if I can get the wedding band off because that's the one that has not come off. Um, while I'm doing that – uh, I ate some Chinese food with coworkers and it was like, I got like the steamed version and it had like vegetables and it was super good, but it was like a ginger. Do you remember? It was like ginger scallion sauce. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm really excited. They both just came off. This is a real time excitement. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, I can clean them both. Okay. I'm leaving them off. We're cleaning them. I haven't cleaned them in like two years. That's amazing. Good work, non-scale victory in real time. I love seeing your face. You were like, oh, she's got my hand off. I'm so excited. That was what happened. Um, I was on a work call when I got the first one off. And we know me. Like, you see everything on my face. So I was literally sitting there like that. And I was like, I took my wedding ring off. And everyone's like, okay. (laughs) Is everything okay at home? (laughs) Fucking Rob. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I'm definitely feeling that uh, ginger um, scallion sauce bloat. Okay, so salty. Definitely a little salty. So great news. I can still retain water. That did not go away. Right. Um, but yeah, no, that was fun. So uh, speaking of work. Yeah. I cried the other day. Um, I was, I don't know what happened, but I had to like send a video to somebody in my workspace and I went on our main brand's uh, YouTube channel and I went to like get the YouTube link to send to them. And I saw the video of me where we had captured like how I feel about work and the different things like happening and like they had interviewed me and they had interviewed me when I weighed more than 411 pounds. Like it was my absolute heaviest. I remember filming that day and it was like right before you guys had come and visit my knee really hurt. Um, I was out of breath, literally walking 10 steps. Uh, I remember wearing my biggest shirt and it being like so, so tight. Um, I remember I had like gone out drinking two nights before and my face was just so puffy and I had wanted to call out and not do the video and I made myself go and I made myself do it. And I was like, stop, you're, you're more than what you look like, go and do this. Mm -hmm. And I'm so, so glad that I did, but I watched it back because it was on there. And for the first time, like Al, I... I cried so hard because my heart just broke for that girl and like this place that she was at in her life. And she felt so helpless. Like I, I truly at that moment felt the most hopeless. Like I felt like I had nothing to do, but to just wait and, and to exist or to, or to die. Like I really felt at the, I didn't know what to do. Um, and like the face by face of that video is insane. Like I look like a completely different person. Um, I posted it on my Instagram, but uh, more than how I look, like the fact that now I like run into the office and I get my friends hugs and I'm like, I miss you. And like, let's do this. And now I'm like, going to conferences and I'm like, yeah, everybody can see me. Like I fit in our gear now and like all of these things. It's so different. Um, and I shared that with you and you had, you had a similar video that is just, mm -hmm. I have a similar video for, for something that I did for work. And I, I remember I hadn't met the people who were filming the video who would be interviewing me about some serious subjects. And I remember walking in and I remember feeling Man, they're going to be so disappointed when they like see me in person. Yeah, you know they're going to be like, "Oh, we shouldn't have picked her to do this video." Like I just remember feeling that way, and it it, it definitely affected everything for me. You know, for the emotions about that whole thing. Um, I'm so glad not to be that girl anymore, but I wish that I could give her a hug because there is like a like if you know you think about what you would say to that person, you know, that version of myself. But it is just. I'm so grateful that I'm not there and that you're not there, but I'm also grateful for who I was at that point because I'll never forget those feelings. Like there'll be empathy 
that empathy is like unmatched. You cannot replicate it. Yeah. Unless you've been there and you know what it feels like to want to hide yourself, even when you're being the most vulnerable. Man, I'm going to cry a lot today. (laughs) Uh, This is the episode where Courtney cries. (laughs) (laughs) But like you're being so vulnerable, what you shared in that video, like you shared about your conditions you shared about your medical history. You shared like so many things you shared about growing up. Like you, it was probably the most vulnerable thing I've ever seen you do. Yeah. And I know that you were still just wanting to hide. And it, oh, 100%. And then when I saw it, I remember seeing it for the first time and I was just like, I know when you showed it to me and I watched it, I was like, oh, and I, I literally wanted to like go back in time and hug you and be like, oh, baby, like you have no idea. Like two years from now, everything is going to be. Yeah. And they had like, I remember they bought me a shirt to wear because they wanted everyone to wear a specific color and my, I just barely fit it. You know, it was like yeah. definitely s- small. Um, and then that made me uncomfortable because I kept pulling and like, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I don't ever want to be there again. Um, I also don't want to forget that feeling ever. Yep. But um, I feel the same way. I never, I never want to forget that. And I'm, I'm honestly like so proud of myself for showing up that day. <laughs> the guy who recorded the work video is like this jock, <laughs> work, and he's so fit. And his wife is like so fit and beautiful. Like they literally head up our like athletic activities. <laughs> And he's running back and forth all over the office. And we have a fairly large office. And I am like out of breath and sweating. And my shirt is tight and I'm so uncomfortable. And I just, I I like had to, I had to put down all barriers. And I had to look at him and just be like, I can't follow after you anymore. Like I need you to stop and we have to film in one spot. Like... I can't do this anymore. And he went and got me like a paper towel to like wipe down the sweat. Like I had to be uncomfortably vulnerable with someone who is a very lovely person, but I never, ever, ever would have like been that level of open with. Um, And it was just like, that felt like rock bottom to me. Mm -hmm. Um. Because it wasn't my Allison, it wasn't my job, like, the following week. Like, it was just somebody who I had to be, like, we're in this professional setting and I have to tell you that I can't walk back and forth in this office with you. Right. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, you did it and it was a a beautiful video. It was. It was really cute. Yeah. (laughs) But now you're like walking two hours around the lake. I know. For, now I'm just for like. fun because you want to. Dude, that was the best advice because I like, we we have both had some stressful days and Allison's been like, you know what really helps clear my head? Truly going outside and going for a walk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, haha, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, sure, you crazy person that loves to walk. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I did. I went the other day and um, it was before our like 100 degree heat wave. Uh, nice. So it was good timing. But I did order bike shorts um, to come in so that I have like cooler things to wear. They're supposed to get here actually today. Nice. Um, 
and I will have them. And now, even if it's a hundred degrees, we can go walking with more water. <laughs> um, but we did for two hours and I literally, at the end of it, I was like, I'm going swimming and we're going to jump in the pool. Cause it was like 85 degrees still. And I was hot. So then we went swimming and we went and there was like this California looking beach volleyball, beautiful couple. And I, for a minute I was like, Oh, I don't know if I can like take off my like cover around them. And like, I don't know. And then I was like, no, I just walked for two hours and I'm really hot and I'm going to get in the pool. Like this is my pool too. I can take up this space. So I was like, this is good. This is all good. It's all great. I'm very happy. I mean, um, that's amazing. I mean, just because like, it was so good. Yeah. I mean, and the, from the Courtney that would hide, you know, and be so uncomfortable in like a public situation to this Courtney. I mean, I'm just like, and I can see it in all of your pictures. I can hear it in your voice and just like the way that like, you'll tell me what you're doing and just like, you're like living now and not hiding. I mean, that is just like the best non-scale victory. I think that is out there. It's life-changing. I have people literally being like, you're so happy. Your smile is so genuine. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I see this in your photos too. Like you are shining. Like it's, it's cute, right? Like when people are pregnant or like when people are like newly married or newly in love, everyone's like, oh my God, you're shining. Like you just look, you're radiating happiness. And I feel like that is exactly you and I right now, <laughs> like there are still struggles. Yes. It is not all rainbows. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, no, yeah. But the but the good days are just so so good. Like, mm-hmm. God, yeah. you put on a pair of pants yes the other day and took a photo in them, and I was like, stop it. <laughs> you look so good. What are those pants? <laughs> I know they're size twelve. I was I couldn't even believe it. I and even like photos you've been taking, you've been wearing bright colors and like yeah. exploring yeah, I mean, it's patterns. Life changing, life yeah. changing. I mean, it and it's been so. I mean, I, I am a little sad that like I didn't do this earlier, but so grateful I, I didn't do it later. Um, you know, and like all the struggles of those like first couple of weeks or that first month where you're like eating protein shakes and like mush. <laughs> I mean, that feels like a lifetime ago, you know? No. Um, so yeah, I'm just so grateful that it's been this journey thus far. I mean, and, and you were chatting about how like you missed your friend's wedding just because of like the way that you felt and Dude, like, I missed one of my best friend's weddings and it was, it was like a two part thing. It was because it was, um, this is going to be funny for whenever you listen to this podcast, but it was when the Delta variant was first like a big deal. Like it was out and it was um, spreading very rampantly. I knew that surgery was in my future. I didn't know when. I didn't want to risk it. I also truthfully just didn't want to get like, it. this was still the point where like, COVID was more severe. It wasn't, um, I think now some of the strains allow people to have um, less severe symptoms. Like some people still do, unfortunately, suffer from severe cases. I was like, I can't risk it. I can't go because I had, it was like two weddings back to back. And I'm like, I can't miss one and go to the other. And I can't get COVID (laughs) at the first one. 
and then go to the second one. And I would be bummed to miss the second one. But it was all also just a convenient reason to not have to squeeze into a dress and figure out how I would walk onto the dance floor without being out of breath and how I would dance and how friends I hadn't seen for two years would be like, well, look at how fat she's gotten and how I wouldn't have to walk away from the night worrying about how many people were talking about my weight and my ability to exist. And that was one of my best friend's weddings. And that's all I could think about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that, I mean, I think we've all been there. I mean, we've all got, you know, that's such a relatable story of it's crazy. The stuff that your mind does to you when you feel trapped, you know, in it a is. specific body or um, just the way that you talk to yourself, you know, because you want to go back and tell yourself like, go, go enjoy yeah. it. Like, why, why would you not just go and enjoy it? But mm-hmm. that's so easy to say looking back. And it's so, it reminds me of like, right. It's so easy to say to people in that position, like, just go, just go. Like, why wouldn't you go? Or like, mm-hmm. why would you let that stop you? And it's like, you, you, it's where the empathy comes from. Like you, you don't know unless you've been in those shoes and it is paralyzing. Like, right that that just constant fear and like negative self-talk and yeah I mean and how has that been in your head now like do you feel like you're still very negative towards yourself or do you feel like you're noticing a change it's a good question so I had a moment um one of the things that I have done in the past month is go to a bridal shower of another dear friend The difference, I was excited to dress up. I was excited to wear a dress from my newly subscription. (laughs) I was excited to see her and to fly. And I got on the airplane and the seatbelt fit and I didn't need an extender. And like, I was riding on such a high. Um, It was also the second time I'd seen my family in one month. Mm -hmm. And that being the root of why I first explored therapy, (laughs) my relationships with them. Um, It was a very trying weekend and it brought back a lot of things that I think I eat for stress or eat for emotional reasons. Um, And I found myself, the guy had been making these like wood fired pizzas and uh, Rob was all in. And I'd be like, give me a bite of yours. Give me a bite of yours. <laughs> so I would have like bites of Rob's. And then this one girl made these like brownies with Oreos and stuff in them. And I tried one and I I talked to my nutritionist about it. Um, um, I eventually want to be to the point where I'm like, of course. And I, and I, I really would love to have Jolene back because the way that she handled her Disney trip is my actual goal in life. Like I want to be able to say, I got in my protein first. I got what my body needs. I have this space. I will allow myself this treat and, and then I move on and I don't always need the treat, but if I want it, I am allowed to have part of it. Um, so I want to get there. But what I was talking to my nutritionist about this week is the fact that it wasn't like, I want this. 
It was, I need it to cope with something that I feel like I'm missing inside from dealing with these people and being in this situation. And I was so disappointed in myself. And that brought back that negative self-talk feeling where like the next day I was like, oh my God, I'm so fat. My face is so bloated. Why did I do this? I ruined everything. Like you could have lost three pounds this weekend, but now you're at net neutral. Like what is wrong with you? And instantly those, those negative feelings were back. And I, I immediately came home and sought out a intuitive eating therapist. Um, not even intuitive eating, just like I need a therapist who deals with like the stress and emotion of food. Um, so I, I booked with her because that clearly we're not, that's not resolved. It's not a resolved issue. (laughs) Um, and I, when I met with my nutritionist this week, we spent a lot of time talking about that and talking about like, yes, there is the balance. And what I did was actually perfectly fine for for long term, it's just how I feel about it and how I approached it. So long answer. <laughs> no, I really don't talk down to myself anymore. I am like my ultimate hype girl. Mm. But uh, I did I did have a moment where um, I kind of identified like why I ate the way I did. And uh, old habits die hard. <laughs> right. I mean, well, that's the thing. It, you have this surgery, but it certainly doesn't fix, you know, what our triggers are or like Mm -hmm. what, you know, our relationship with food or how we cope. I've noticed when I got sad on mother's day, just because I, you know, was missing my own mother and, um, all the things I was said, I, I was like, Oh, I could totally eat right now. You know what I mean? Like I noticed, and then I usually never feel like that. And it, 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 like I sat with it for a little bit and I realized like it had literally nothing to do about real hunger. Um, it was simply just about like, I was sad yep, and I knew that the food would make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I've certainly noticed that. And I think that it's really important that you shared what it was like for you going home and like, you know, because this is not a, about being perfect and it yep. doesn't mean that suddenly you, I mean, even in diet culture, you, you know, you, I remember I would always feel like, oh, I messed up. So like, let's just like ruin the whole day and I'm going to eat five yes. pizzas and like, yes. your fingers, <laughs> like right. Um, and that's not this, you know, we, we couldn't do that. Yeah. Right. But it's also not about throwing in the towel just because you have a moment where we're human and it's emotional and there's things that are outside beyond our control. And it's suddenly realizing, okay, I've got to control what I personally do, even if I can't control my crazy family or these crazy circumstances (laughs) or, you know, like all of the the sadness that I have or whatever it is. Um, so I'm really glad that you shared that just because like, I'm sure other people are listening and like nodding their heads. Like they've ever, yeah. we're all there. We're all going to be there at some point during this. And we'd all oh, been man. this before pre-op, you know, I was telling you this, but I'm going to send you a photo um, or post on Instagram. But today I ate for the first time ever for nutrition instead of taste like I am very indulgent still to the fact where I will only eat what tastes good so like this week caprice or caprizi I don't know tomato and mozzarella salad yeah. with balsamic it's been 
delicious. Right. Um, I'm sure Nima's going to let me know how to say this. <laughs> He's going to be like, I'm sorry. How did you pronounce that? I know. Nima's definitely going to be like, why didn't you say it? Comes back that? from London, punk. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so like I'm always trying to eat something that tastes good. And today was the first day I literally threw a fit like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to eat this, but I know that my breakfast was super protein light. And I know that my lunch was great with protein, but I'm not where I need to be. So I have to eat this chicken. Mm-hmm. And I did not want to eat the chicken. And I just literally was like, Rob, take a picture of me right now. And he took a picture <laughs> and my face is like, I look like a brat. Like y'all, y'all are going to look at this and be like, that looks like my toddler <laughs> doesn't want to eat their vegetables today. But it was I just, I didn't want to, but I knew I needed to. And I've never looked at food as a nutrient before. Um, because previously I'd just be like, fine, I'm only whatever. Like I don't have to eat. But now I'm like, no, I care about my body and I care about my muscles. And I would like my hair to feel like we have some protein. Um, so yeah, I am very happy that um, I feel like I'm learning things and I'm like starting to actually apply them. And I'm still very much enjoying food. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's the best part. Uh, How how do you do with spicy things? Have you tried them at all yet? Yeah. Yeah. No, I love spicy. I like searching for spicy, like all this, all the stuff, everything's got Buffalo sauce or. Me um, too. Yeah. And I thought that that was something that would totally go away. Like the way that I felt before surgery was like, I would never eat something spicy ever again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now I'm like, it doesn't bother me. That's cool. So right. I do understand it does bother some people, but I'm very thankful yeah. that it doesn't bother me. <laughs> so the other day I was invited to go to someone's house for lunch, um, yes. which was a little nerve wracking for me because I would, she would be like, what can you eat? And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I, you know, like trying to describe to someone else what we eat yes. and what we can eat and what we can't eat and yeah. how I can drink, but not until, you know, not 30 minutes before, not until 30 minutes after, not during all of that is very daunting. But I went through like the cliff notes version <laughs> and I showed up and she had made lunch for everyone. Um, but they were all things that I could eat. There was nothing on the table that I couldn't eat. Wait. So it wasn't even like she made you a special lunch. She, no, she made she, it that everybody, everybody ate the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> And she made, so she made tuna salad stuffed in like smaller, they weren't cherry tomatoes, but just like smaller, like maybe Roma tomatoes. That's and she made and so dive stuffed with chicken salad. And then she did deviled eggs with um, lox and capers, which then has now become my new obsession. It is but so good. <laughs> so good. But I was just like so moved that. That's not only took the time to figure adorable. out what you should be, I know what the menu should be, but also like everybody had the same thing. And there was nobody that was like, oh, I can't believe we're eating this and not like yeah. French toast or sandwich or, you know, like. Dude, I missed that when you originally told me that. Oh. I missed that she made that for everybody. That is, I know. talk about inclusivity. <laughs> like, I, I just thought that was so sweet. And she was like, it's no big deal. And I was like, no, like you don't no, understand. Really big deal. Thank That's you. Really <laughs> big deal. Um, because I'm not like picking lunch meat out of a sandwich. Well, I'm yeah. pizza hoagie. Like I'm actually <laughs> eating a meal that everyone else is eating. That is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because like going to restaurants and I, I certainly have gone to restaurants. We've gone to restaurants together. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Um, 
but it's not so enjoyable. But like this was really great. Yeah, no, you're always modifying something. You you have to be the exception. Like it's it is always it's just always a little extra. <laughs> right. And as Joelle um, said, like, it's okay to ask where there's exceptions. And of course, and I was funny, I was watching When Harry Met Sally today on the uh, treadmill and there's like, she always says everything on the side. I don't know if you've seen that movie or yeah. seen it in a while, but like, she's like very <laughs> aggressive with her ordering. And I was like, oh shoot, that's me now. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just thought that was the most wonderful. That's incredible. Yeah. That was such a great little win. Dude. Um, I know. That makes me so happy. I just I love good humans. I we had a um, lunch at work the other day, and I, I was telling Allison this when we were chatting before. But the girls on our event team like <laughs> got in salad and sandwiches, and I ate the inside of the sandwich. But then they had specifically gotten no sugar added um, uh, dressing for me, and I. I felt so special. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it's just something like that. It makes you feel so loved and appreciated. And it's like, thank you for like being even the smallest part on this journey for me. And like just making it one thing easier. <laughs> day. Like, yeah. Like uh, what are your top three things that you're actually enjoying? I know that you've got sort of like a aversion to a lot of things currently. Yeah. So what are your top three? Okay. Like, so this is a good thing to talk about, right? Like, so I loved eggs in the beginning. Eggs, I I truly in no form can eat them right now. Like I I just can't. I get instantly sick. Okay. Um, lunch meat was like a good thing for me for a while. Like ham or turkey or roasted chicken. Can't do that. Um, although I will say today I had a deconstruction deconstructed Italian hoagie for, um lunch with like salad and oil and vinegar dressing Mm -hmm. from this place that everybody ordered in and it was phenomenal so it was the first time today that lunch meat tasted good again so I was like yes win (laughs) um but I can't like chicken tastes terrible chicken sausage tastes terrible sausage tastes terrible like there's so many things that are not okay right now Mm -hmm. um so I have been Every morning I've been having a protein shake like I used to. Um, it's like decaf cold brew and isopure zero carb chocolate powder and PB2 and unsweetened almond milk. And I blend that together and I get 30 grams of protein first thing in the morning. And it is, right, Rob, can you yes, nod yes. Okay, yeah, <laughs> 30, 30 grams of protein in the morning. Um, if we do not, <laughs> like broken this apart yet rob is the chef in the house (laughs) um shrimp is great right now which is like i always want to watch it just because i'm high cholesterol runs in my family so i'm always very cognizant of cholesterol um but i shrimp tastes phenomenal um the capri salad and turkey meatballs for lunch i've been doing that every day So it's just like two little meatballs and like a slice of mozzarella and a tomato and some balsamic and that's delicious. And then dinner um, has just been like taco insides or the other day we did get rotisserie chicken and it was the first time that like chicken was tasted good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So that was good. But I've been eating more veggies, which um, I'm happy about. And yeah. like fruits, I've been having fruit in the morning with some stuff. So 
I'm adding fiber in. Nice. It's just been the, what have you been eating? Your stuff always looks delicious. I'm so proud of your cooking <laughs> skills. <laughs> Thanks. No, I mean, I, so I got through the same thing where I was super sick of eggs and I tried just Greek yogurt with blueberries and yeah, your blueberries body my, second, my body was like, absolutely not, which is the second <laughs> go around with blueberries being an absolute no. So I was crushed with that. It's got to be skin, right? It's got to be what? The skin, maybe? I guess. I I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I, I the only other fruit I've really had is like pears that, you know, yeah. like without sugar and, and like a water thing. Um, and that was fine with that. But blueberries were like, no, thanks. Cool. So I'm back on eggs. Uh, so like today I had, <laughs> but like sometimes I'll just have a protein shake, like one of the core powers. It needs to be a sticker. So I'm back on eggs. I, oh, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> my new catchphrase. Like, oh. um, yeah, it's kind yeah. of a bummer, but like, <sighs> they're just so good for you. I know. I know. Breakfast is the worst and it's really hard for me. Um, sucks. Yeah. But today I'm actually really excited because I had to pack my lunch to go to work. And so I made one of Skinny Tastes. She's been doing this like protein packed lunches like series on Instagram. So it's chickpeas, chicken, cucumber, tomato, feta cheese, red onion, lemon, like lemon juice and olive oil, salt and pepper. And um, kind of like- That sounds so good. How much protein is in it? like 30 grams and you can put more chicken in it. I mean, it all depends on how much we could eat, right? Like I'm Dude. sure it's probably a little less than that, but like you've got the chickpeas and you got the chicken and the cheese oh my God. giving you protein. So I'm really excited. I didn't try it, but I made it today. I have it prepped and in my little, little, uh, lunchbox, my little Ami lunchbox. Tell me how much you like it because Gina's a magician. That's the skinny taste yes. woman. I'm obsessed with her. I know. She She's followed me through every diet. <laughs> yes. She did this other recipe that I'm super excited to try as well, where it was cottage cheese. I know you don't love cottage cheese, but it was cottage cheese. And yeah. then she, she threw some cherry tomatoes in the air fryer and then um, like cooked them a little bit, threw them over the cottage cheese and put a little balsamic yeah. on it. And I was like, oh. I'm thinking if I blend cottage cheese. I was talking to my mom about this because she loves cottage cheese. And I was like, I wish I got that from you. And she was like, well, try it with the small curds. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I was telling her the texture, I think, is what throws me off. And she was like, well, try it with smaller curds. So I was like, all right, maybe I'll try that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm determined by the end of this, I will freaking love cottage cheese. It's my goal. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I, I mean, I love it. You. So anyway, Skinny Cheese is doing this great little, little thing about Cute. protein lunches. So I'm like definitely excited to be able to mix it up a bit. So make sure you're following Perfect. her. Um, I did chat with my dietitian this week. Yes. So I have, well, I, so I know I also saw my, my surgeon, I think since we, you know, we haven't. Yeah. Can we, do you want to talk about yeah, talk what's about been it. happening? Let's. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, well, f- first of all, like, so I went to see my surgeon. It was my two month, two and a half month, um, appointment and, um, he was happy with everything. And then I, my, my cardiologist had said, you need to get down to 190, 190 mm-hmm. pounds, and you can go meet your transplant team. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I have a number now that feels like, you know, right. obtainable and all of that stuff. I'm at 241. I just want to say this because this is something that I didn't know. Meeting your transplant team does not mean that they think you need a transplant tomorrow. Right. It means that you need one and it mm-hmm. takes time. Right. And that it's like in preparation. Um, 
because I'm not going to lie, the first time that he told you you had to meet your transplant team, I was like, he said we had more time. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) That was my first follow-up question. I was like, okay, so 190, I go meet them. What does that mean? He's like, does that mean? It could mean like a year, you know, it's just that you have to start. You have to get started. He's like, I'm already writing you a case as to why you are eligible and should be, you know, needing a transplant. I fucking love him. I know. Okay. Okay, so he says 190. So I go to the surgeon and I say, okay, so my cardiologist said when I get to 190 pounds, I go meet the transplant team. And my surgeon looks at me and he says, you're never going to get to 190. And I said, wait, what? Like, what do you mean? And he's like, you'll probably get to like 200. And I was like, you don't think I'm going to get into the 100s? He's like, no. And that was kind of like, did I have the wrong, you know, I was like, should I have had a different surgery? Well, literally, it's like, what was the, like, you know, the point of this, right? Right. (laughs) I know. So I was said, I, that definitely was jarring. I also do thrive when people tell me I can't do something. Oh, you're going to kick it. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So I talked to my dietitian about all of that and she said, okay, well, let's figure it out. She's like, usually by three months, a sleeve patient will lose 40% of their excess body weight. Mm-hmm. And you are at 38%, you're two and a half months out. So you mm-hmm. are um, following the average, doing great. You'll probably lose a couple more pounds. That'll put you at the 40% by three months. Um, and then, you know, by the next three months, you'll probably lose another 20. That the I guess the majority of people on average will lose 60% when they, of their excess body weight when mm-hmm. they have VSG. Yeah. And that would put me at 215 pounds to 200 pounds. So between somewhere between 215, 200. So that makes sense as to why my surgeon said, you'll never get to 190. She's like, however, big, however, I've seen people surpass all of that. Right. Um, don't get lost on the idea that like you were stuck in the average. Um, so yeah, so that was a little like, I don't know. It's and a roller coaster of emotion. It's a roller, <laughs> that's a perfect description. It's literally like, oh, okay. Nope, yeah. I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm doing it. Okay, we're going to keep doing it. I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah, so like I'm doing my best to prove them wrong. Um, we'll see. I mean, you yeah. know, so I'm at 241 right now. Um, so what is that, like 50 pounds that I would have to lose to get to 190? I'm terrible. You're also that. just like, you're still battling water pills. You're not taking as many water pills as you were pre-surgery. Right. So I would like to say that <laughs> even if you got to like 215 or 210, if if they gave you the GD water pills back, doom, it would be in a minute you would be there. I know. Um, so you are crushing it. I'm trying, man. Like I am trying. I um, am trying with the protein. I'm being super intentional with the food. I walk two to four miles a day. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and not because I feel like I have to, cause I actually thoroughly enjoy it. It clears to, my yeah. head, um, and helps keep me sane. But yeah, so I was just, so I think that if you were, if you're listening to this episode and you're considering surgeries, definitely have a real conversation with your surgeon. I really didn't, I, I, I didn't. And yeah. I regret that I didn't. Um, he just sort of was like, VSG is perfectly for, good for you. Yeah. And I wish I could have been like, what is the percentage of excess body weight that you think I could lose with yeah. each surgery? And I wish I would have had more conversations about that. So if you are in that discovery mode, 
keep on discovering. Definitely. I was going to say, because I, I talked to my nutritionist too, and she was telling me like VSG is up to 60% of your excess body weight. The Sadie that I had is up to 85% of your excess body weight, Mm -hmm. but that's like within a year to a year and a half. Um, and then the, Oh, it's not VSG, but whatever the gastric bypass, I think it's the RUNY. Um, whatever that one is lies somewhere in the middle. So there are all these options, but there's also like considerations, like, um, somebody messaged me on Instagram the other day and they're having trouble with acid reflux. And they remembered that I did. So they asked like, did the increase in omeprazole help you? And I was like, it did. But now I'm to the point where my surgeon doesn't want to keep filling that prescription. And I, when I meet with him for my three month post-op, we have to talk about like, what's the plan going forward? Do I try a smaller dose? Um, so there's a lot of considerations and it's things that your surgeon knows. Like he's deaf, like he or she, I would like to say there's probably some badass she's out there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he or she is, is going to know, like they're truly changing your body makeup and like, what are your goals? Knowing what your goals in mind, but you said something before Allison that like, is so important. Wish I had done it sooner. Sure. <laughs> but so glad I didn't do it later. Um, because like we've talked about this and, and this is a, actually like a really serious thing. Um, whether it be alcohol or shopping or like a lot of different things, there's a lot of addiction transfer. Mm-hmm. So we're both very, we joke about like how much we like to buy things. Right. We're also both very cognizant of like, we don't want, like we're not trying to like transfer one addiction to another. So we, we joke about how much we love to buy and spend, right. but it is also something that we're, that we're very like yeah. thinking about. But um, we were talking about clothes the other day and I just said, I forget what I said to you, but I was like, I just want this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Sure. This size 22, 24 might only fit me for like two months, but like, I want to enjoy the heck out of those two months. And I, I think I said to you, like, I've spent so long hiding, like life is so short. I just want to enjoy it. Like I've spent so long not enjoying it that if I feel this good right now at a size 22, 24, like, sure. If if a dress that is $40 is going to make me like that much happy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it is from anthropology and it is $235, maybe I need to curb that a little bit. Right. Maybe maybe has an offering, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, there's definitely, I mean, obviously there's a balance, but it, it helps with the newly subscription because you can keep changing your sizes, but also like I, and you can borrow $235 pants. (laughs) Right. But I've I've definitely bought myself, like I bought two size 14 jeans just because like I want a a good pair of jeans. And then I noticed that they were getting big. So I just bought myself a pair of um, size 12, but I did it on sale. (laughs) I did it on sale and I had a coupon code and like, did all the thing and I love warp and weft. They always have, um, I love their jeans and they've got good codes, but, um, have you seen their white jean jacket? Yes. Dude. I, I I want to buy the white on white. I live in freaking Austin, Texas. It is a hundred degrees right now. It is going to be so hot this summer. And I'm like, right. I need that white jean jacket. (laughs) Maybe that one could wait till fall. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there you want to feel good because like it is an accomplishment and it's been a really long time. I don't even know the last time I was in a size 12. Even the last time I lost 80 pounds, I don't think I was wearing a 12. Dude. So, um, you know, anyway. But yeah, yeah. it's a good thing. To, it is it's something that you, I am definitely trying to be aware of. Like, do I really need this? Yeah. I know it's cute. I know it would make me feel good. But like short term. Um, so yeah. But it's not here. He joked that we kicked him off, right? right. Sorry. What were you going to say? <laughs> oh, no. Um, I was going to say Jeff had the idea of us getting yes. medical alert bracelets. Is that what you're going to bring up? I was literally going to say, so something that we did buy that I would encourage actually everyone to buy. Yeah. Um, so Jeff like sent us a message and he's like, Hey guys, like, I just want to let you know, like, this is something that I read and like, he had read it in multiple places. Um, that when you, or a VSG patient, or you have medical surgery, like they are changing up your like intestinal makeup, your stomach is different, and it being innovated is now a different like or not innovated. I forget what it is. What is it? No blind NG. So like an NG tube. Um, like you you have to actually take that into consideration, and. I think I said to you, like, I have always, or no, I said this to Rob in the car the other day. I take into consideration, like, I'm always with Rob. Rob will know. Rob will tell people, well, what if Rob's not there? Or, like, what if, unfortunately, something happens where Rob is unable to answer for me? Right. Um, And that's important for people to know. So we both got medical alert bracelets. Um, I'll peep up who the company is right now unless you remember because I don't know. They might have like road in the title or something. Oh yeah. Road ID. Yeah. And And so so, road, sorry, it's, it's R O A D like the road and ID and they make them for Apple watches for Mm -hmm. Fitbits. Um, and I, I'll be honest, the thing that I really like about the ones that we got is they have a lot of space Mm -hmm. because some of the ones that are more like bracelety or like, I don't know, pretty jewelry, maybe like they don't have enough space for something that's important. Like, Yes, people to know. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I've definitely um, looked at the bracelets, but I like I'm not really a bracelet wearer, and like yeah. I've had I've tried medical alert bracelets before, just because I have a defibrillator and I can't have an MRI, so like I should be wearing yes. one, but for a very long portion, I wouldn't because I just bracelets are just uncomfortable. So the fact that I can clip it onto my Apple Watch band, and my band is actually like a dark teal, so they have a black, oh, cool. they have a black. Um, ID bracelet that just clicked yeah. right on. I don't even feel it. It has all of that information, like no MRI, and then it has no blind, you know, um, NG. So it's just important. Yeah. I wish that, and I'm shocked that we weren't told this. Dude, can I please tell you? I'm like, I actually am going to say something to my surgeon yeah. and just be like, because you wouldn't know as like a, a customer of surgery. Can we tell I work with customers all day? Um, you you wouldn't know as like someone who had the surgery. You wouldn't know. I literally would never have known. That should be something in your surgery packet. It should be something that you talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says you shouldn't have a blind NG tube inserted because weight loss surgeries alter your anatomy, which generally creates treatment restrictions in emergency situations. So for instance, gastric bypass surgery, Patients usually can't have a blind NG tube, but must instead be innovated using a lighted scope. Um, and then also like taking into 
like NSAIDs. Is that he said NSAIDs? I don't know. N-S-A-I-D-S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However you say that. Right. Um, like that's something that we all know, right? Like we were told not to take them immediately after surgery, but I never thought of like a medical professional should know that. Right. <laughs> and same with like sugars. You don't want like a lot of medicines for whatever reason or another for taste most often have a lot of added sugars. Like the last thing that you want to do is to have like be in a situation where you have a low heart rate or you have like low blood pressure or you're hypoglycemic or something. Like I think I just said the same thing twice. Um, <laughs> I, I did the, the the generic version and then I did the fancy version. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But like you also want to be able to prevent dumping syndrome. So you don't necessarily want somebody to give you a medicine that's going to have like nine added grams of sugar in it because that's more sugar than you've probably eaten in your time. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so it's something that I think you should talk to your surgeons, you know, your center about, um, but yeah, I mean, number one thing you learn in this is you have to advocate for yourself. So I'm so glad that Jeff found it. Um, you know, I put my name, my date, my birth date, I put the, you know, implanted ICD, no MRI, there's a VSG patient, you know, no blind, um, NG, I put the name of my heart disease. So I like put all of this stuff Perfect. and, um, yeah. And I feel, you know, there's a, a little bit of feeling a little bit more secure in the fact that it's on my watch. I wear my watch everywhere yep. all the time. So yeah. well, we can... And it was so funny because I still don't know if anybody knows what the CDS surgery is. So I was like CDS gastric surgery. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, please look up when, what this is. <laughs> like, oh, her name is Courtney Sadie. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And then I put my surgeon's name on the bottom because I was like, this man will save my life. Yeah. <laughs> he already has. Oh my God. I'm going to hug him so hard. I can't wait. I see him in two weeks. Um, we've talked about this. He doesn't know that we're best friends, but I do. Right. Uh, I am so excited to see him and just be like, look at me. Look at the things I've done. Look at these pictures. Look at what I've done. And he's going to want to talk about my body uh-huh. and how I'm doing and look at my surgical sites. And I'm just going to want to tell him that he's changed my life right. and that I freaking love him. <laughs> I said something, probably not with the same um, cadence as you, but I definitely <laughs> said something like that to my surgeon. Like, I'm so glad I had this. Thank you for changing my life. Um, yeah. So I did say that. But maybe not with the the buoyancy <laughs> and the brightness and the bubbliness of you. But um, <laughs> it was an Allison version of that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm, okay I'm telling you, our logo is literally perfect. It us. is. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that really catches up everything that's yes. been happening for us, which has been a, like so much good. So many good things. Yeah. Oh, and we're going to have a good... Our next episode, we're going to do um, the top 10 things to consider if you are considering weight loss surgery um, right. and just kind of things that we wish we knew and yeah. all that. So yep, keep it out. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please leave us. Um, I feel like a car salesman, but, but le- if you have a chance <laughs> to leave a review, we would love that so much. Yes. Um, Apple but- reviews give us life. <laughs> yeah. So thank you all for like just following along and listening and reaching out. Also in our our new website, we have people signed up for our newsletter. So I would just like to say, if you would like to go to the no guts, no glory podcast.com and you sign up for our newsletter, um, I, we will write you a love letter. We're going to do it. Uh, It'll be in the Courtney voice. It'll be Courtney's (laughs) voice. 
I'm like, dear everyone, <laughs> you guys, you guys all know that should be a test. <laughs> yeah. Just to like, who wrote this, Allison or Courtney? Right. And then they're going to count the exclamation points and they're going to know immediately. <laughs> yeah. They'll know immediately it was Courtney. And that's okay. It's totally good. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have blog content up there. We have resources. We have mm-hmm. all kinds of fun stuff. So go check it out. And yep, keep keep doing because I like we've gotten so many good messages from people. Even I had my first person in my real life who was like, I'm getting surgery because of you. And I cried. Um, He is a nursing student. He has been one of my friends forever and ever since high school. He is delightful. Um, And I I just like, I told him, I'm like, dude, your life is going to change. Like, I'm, I can't wait for you. I'm so excited. All right. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. It's always so much fun to catch up with you, Court. And again, we just love everybody. So Hope everyone's yeah. having a good day. We'll this was fun. Yeah. I missed you. <laughs> I know. I miss you too. So we'll catch everybody next time. Thanks, friends. See y'all later. Bye. Allison and Courtney are not medical professionals. They are two friends on this journey together who want to share their experience with you for informational and entertainment purposes. While we do our best to try and make sure the information presented in this podcast is accurate and true, Allison and Courtney are not doctors. Always follow your doctor's instructions and advice first and foremost.